So, uh, Jay, woman went into the doctor's office for her annual physical. Doctor comes out. He says, hey, I have some bad news for you. You only have three months to live. The woman asks the doctor, of course, well, what should I do? Doctor replies, you should spend as much time as possible with your insurance agent. Will that make me live longer, she asks? No, the doctor replies, but it'll seem longer. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Hello, everyone. This is Jeff Quick with Paladin Financial Talk. I'm here today speaking with our special guest, Jay Guerin, president of Gradient Life Brokerage. Welcome, Jay. Thanks, Jeff. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. I've known Jay for a long time, maybe uh, I would say 10 years or so. Probably. Yeah. And Jay, you are honestly one of the most interesting and funny people I have ever met. Unfortunately, we're here today to talk about life insurance. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how many life insurance jokes I have, so I I don't know (laughs) that you're going to get the normal, funny, jovial Jay today. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, life insurance, obviously, it's not everyone's favorite topic, Jay. However, it can be and oftentimes is a very important component in anyone's overall financial plan. What, Jay, are the different types of life insurance? Why do people purchase life insurance? What other what types of uses are, are life insurance used for? Those are just some of the things I want to, you know, kind of touch on today for the listening audience. And mm-hmm. why don't we just start with, I mean, what what are the different types of life insurance policies in its most simple form? Yeah, and you're right, Jeff, you know, talking about that it's an important component in anyone's overall financial plan. And oftentimes what we find is the life insurance finishes or finalizes or completes the plan. And when you look at your different buckets, a lot of times we're solving for an income bucket because people are losing a paycheck from from their jobs and their careers when they enter retirement. So you have the income bucket that you want to work with, and then you have the wealth bucket that you want to take care of as well. And so that we know that we want to try to grow our money and that's going to fluctuate with the market conditions and market volatility. And then that third bucket that often gets overlooked is the health bucket. If you have the income bucket, the wealth bucket, and the health bucket accounted for, then there's really nothing that can come up in... Um, in someone's life and someone's retirement that they aren't at least prepared for. And so when you look at the life insurance part of it, there's, there's really two main types of life insurance that we, that we talk about. And there's term life insurance, and that's where you're really just kind of renting that life insurance. Sure. So term insurance, you're going to use that for things like replacing income. You know, if my spouse were to predecease me, then how much income would I need to replace? And so you can figure out some of your life insurance needs from that. You also hear a lot of people call it mortgage insurance. 
And it, it's no different. It's not actually mortgage insurance. It's just you're relating it to a specific bill that you have. And often your mortgage is your largest bill. So how am I going to pay this monthly mortgage payment without having that extra income that I just lost? So you'll see it from a mortgage insurance standpoint so that you, it'll help you pay down the house, pay down some of those large bills and not, not be an extra stressor on you. Sure. That, that's a great point. Obviously, the most common types of mortgages, you have 15-year mortgages, 30-year mortgages. Coincidentally enough, you can buy a term policy that exact length to cover that, as you said, in the case somebody passes on early and they need a way to cover uh, the remainder of that uh, that mortgage. So uh, exactly. great, great, uh, great idea there. Tell me a little bit, Jay, is there a general rule of thumb as to the amount of income somebody should replace when looking at a, uh, a death benefit dollar amount? I, I don't know that there's a rule of thumb because it's different for everyone's situation, but a lot of times how we look at it is we look at if we are doing planning, how long past your spouse's life are you planning on living? So for example, if I were doing some planning with my wife and I would say, uh, it would just pick an age that, you know, my, my family doesn't have a lot of longevity in it. So let's say 75 years old is what we're planning for is my longevity. Well, her family does have longevity. So maybe she's going to live till 90. So what we'd want to look for is 15 years of supplementing that income. So you would take maybe the reduction in social security that she's going to see, or if I had a pension or any of those pieces, those are really good things in the retirement phase to be considering the social security and pension going away and how much money is she going to need then to replace that when you're doing it during the working years that's something where you may want to get yourself to retirement so if i'm 45 years old right now and i'm planning on retiring at 65 and so is my spouse then let's get 20 years worth of income covered in that in that in that uh, life insurance policy Sure. Good, good point. That's one thing I always look at as well, uh, being a financial advisor, obviously paying off the home, right? Income replacement. If there are kids involved, maybe you look at uh, college planning if that you're hoping to pay for. However, if life is cut short, you may not be able to save up enough or contribute enough to pay for that. So I always look at uh, the college planning aspect of it too. I think those are the main things that I typically look at. Um, when talking specifically about term policies, Jay, they're fairly simple in form, but are there any key components or things you should look for in addition to just looking for the cheapest term policy? Are there any other important things to look at? Yeah, you'll see some different pieces on term life insurance. You know, Some of them have a return of premium. So you reach the end of the term. Let's say you buy a 15-year term policy, you reach the end of it. And, and you can get refunded that premium. Now, it's going to be more expensive on a monthly cost, but if, if you're really not planning on someone passing away during that span, then maybe you're willing to pay that knowing that you're going to get it back at the end. There, there are other pieces. There's riders. There are um, also conversion opportunities. And so when I say converting, that's You've come, you're coming towards the end of a term policy or even in the midst of it and life changes, you can convert that to a permanent policy, which that's really the second type of life insurance that we talk about. So you've got term, 
which it's exactly how it sounds. It's for a specific period of time. And then the permanent is with you forever. So as long as you pay that up and that could be over, uh, you know, you could, you could do it all in a lump sum up front. You could do it over five, seven, 10 years or pay it out over your lifetime as far as the premiums on that. But, but the, the death benefit there is there permanently. Yeah, good, good point. I, I definitely agree with the convertible. I think that's an important aspect of a life insurance policy. Though you're purchasing a term policy, as you stated, Jay, life changes. If you have just an example, let's say you're in the last five years of a term life insurance policy and you get diagnosed with a terminal illness or something of that matter, life changes, and you know you're going to need this policy to continue longer, having that option to convert that to a permanent policy, I think is, is big. And that's something I know I always look for. Um, you mentioned a permanent policy. Tell me a little bit about permanent, permanent policies, how they may differ, why somebody would look at a permanent policy versus term. We hear oftentimes, I'm sure you have in your, uh, specific line of work and everybody else as well, buy term invested difference, people will say, but what are the key benefits of a permanent policy? Yeah, that's a really good question. So with the permanent policy, and there's a lot of different types of them, there's guaranteed universal life and indexed universal life and whole life, and they're all going to have a different purpose and, and they're all going to specialize in something, something different. But a lot of reasons that people will buy them first and foremost, life insurance is for the death benefit. That's, that's the primary reason to buy life insurance. But other people will get into life insurance contracts and specifically permanent life insurance contracts for other reasons. They'll look to build cash because the, are you familiar with Roth IRAs? I mean, I, I mean, do you, do you guys talk about those on the pot on the podcast? Just did a, an IRA podcast a few weeks back. Absolutely. So with the Roth IRAs, you're putting after tax dollars in. And then as that, as that account grows, your withdrawals come out tax-free, income tax-free. That's the same way that life, cash value life insurance works. So at, you put after-tax dollars in this, and then as that money grows and you want to take withdrawals out from that, it comes out income tax-free. So people will do it for income planning. They'll actually build these cash values inside of these and build out an income plan that they can take a monthly or an annual income from, or... They can use it for some of those bigger payment things. They want to buy a house. They want to buy a car for, you know, a down payment on a house or a car. They want to help a kid or a grandchild through college. So rather than taking out a big chunk of money from an IRA and causing your taxable income to increase, they'll take it out from this cash value life insurance. So that income benefit is one option for these long-term care riders. That's a big piece. A lot of people have long-term care insurance, and as you get older, it gets more expensive. And so people will look at other ways to supplement some of those long-term care needs. And so there's riders inside of these permanent policies that will pay out portions of that death benefit to you, the consumer, before you actually die. And so it's, it's one of those things that a lot of people have a preconceived notion that oh, I don't really need life insurance because I'm never going to get to see the benefits of it. And sure, my kids or grandkids might, but nah, who, who really cares, right? I want, I'm going to take care of me. Right. Well, this is something where you can actually use it in your lifetime. So it may pay out a percentage of that death benefit to you over three years or five years if it's a terminal illness or if it's a 
um, if you're confined to a nursing home or if you can't complete two of six activities of daily living. So long-term care is another huge benefit to these uh, to these policies. Great point, and that's probably what I utilize it most frequently for. I talk about it a lot at, at my seminars. I talk about long-term care, 50% chance that you go into a long-term care facility. If you go in, average cost, let's throw it at $75,000 per year. Average stay is a little less than three years. You have about a $200,000 problem. You have a 50% chance of, of encountering at some point. And what are your options? Traditional long-term care insurance, right? People don't like it. Why? Because it's expensive, right? You're paying for something you hope you never use. And thirdly, if you don't use it, what do you get for it? You get absolutely nothing. So I do like the uh, life insurance with the long-term care component to it. At least somebody's getting the money rather for long-term care for yourself or your spouse or your beneficiaries as a death benefit. So it is a great long-term care alternative. Yeah. And that's a good point. So <clears throat> with, with long-term care insurance, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it oftentimes. And so that's why people are turned off to the idea of long-term care sometimes. Well, this is something that no matter what, someone's getting that death benefit, whether you use it during your lifetime or whether your beneficiaries get that um, after your lifetime. And, you know, one of the other pieces to that to think about is a lot of people say, oh, my, my spouse can take care of me or my kids will take care of me. Well, when, when you actually get to that point, people change their mind and they don't want to be a burden on their family. And so by then it's often too late to be able to qualify for the life insurance and the long-term care that you need. So again, doing some planning ahead of time can really help with, with that aspect of it. Great, great point. One of the other things I hear oftentimes, times, Jay, is isn't permanent life insurance expensive? What would your response to that be? My first response is price is only an issue in the absence of value. <laughs> right? <laughs> correct, so, correct. So if someone doesn't need it, then it probably is expensive. If there's no real need for it, then 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 don't buy it. But But oftentimes what you're looking at is, it, it's, it's an investment into some aspect of your financial plan, right? So whether it's the income piece of it and you're pouring money into there so that you can take money out income tax-free, whether it's the long-term care aspect of it, maybe it's the opportunity to um, use a vehicle that has less volatility and less downside than the market. If someone, if someone is adverse to the market and the, the big swings that you get, in the in the financial markets, then then the life insurance could be a good component to that. But but the the fact of the matter is, yes, you are paying of cost of insurance in there. But there's there's always a benefit to that. So you're seeing something come on the other end of that. It's just a matter of is there value there for what you're trying to accomplish? Uh, agreed, agreed. And there are so many different ways to structure the payments as well. It's really important. To, to have a honest conversation with your financial advisor, your insurance agent about what your actual goals are for the policy, because there are different ways to structure them. You mentioned, you know, paying your premium monthly, annually, uh, over five years, over 10 years. There's different ways to uh, put money into these policies that will help you meet your goals, whether it's college planning, uh, 
tax-free income during retirement. They should all be structured differently. differently. And you want to work with a professional to help run multiple illustrations to show you which way can actually work best and pr- provide the best benefit uh, for you and your loved ones. So a lot and, of good points. And that's important. You know, you don't, you don't have to be an expert on life insurance. There's, there's people that, that do that for a living. So let them design, you know, once we, once we figure out what your goals are for that money, then let us design it and figure out exactly what that's going to look like for you. And, and then explain how it's going to operate and what, what that design is, is designed to do. And, and, you know, it, it doesn't matter that I am the president of a life insurance brokerage. I'll be the first to tell you that it is not right for everyone. And so it, it's not that people are just throwing you in a life insurance contract just to get life insurance on you. There, there are real reasons for it and a real benefit for it, but it's got to be right for your situation. It just so happens that there are a lot of different situations that come up that people are looking for that they've never considered life insurance for. Cause again, they just consider it some death benefit that's out there. That's going to pay out to my beneficiaries rather than the tax advantages of it or the safe money advantages of it or what, what have you. Great point. The tax-free benefits. A lot of people don't realize if they're not in our industry, that life insurance, when somebody passes and that death benefit is inherited, it is 100% tax-free. I recently had a client, Uh, whose husband happened to pass away, had a million dollar death benefit, and she asked me how much of that money she was going to receive. When I told her she was going to get $1 million tax-free, she was taken aback. She had no idea that that was tax-free money, and it really provided her uh, with the income, the money, the resources that she needed when she was going through that difficult time. It's amazing. You know, one of the toughest times in someone's life can obviously be when a spouse or a loved one passes away and to be able to relieve some of that stress by delivering a check from life insurance proceeds um there's no feeling like it as far as what we do in this profession so it's a it's it's an absolute blessing to be able to do that for people and and like you said you're seeing 100 percent of that money income tax-free because with a lot of these other accounts, let's take qualified accounts, so your IRAs and 401ks, a lot of people don't really mention the silent partner that you have in those, which is Uncle Sam. Right? Correct, correct. Uncle, Uncle Sam's going to want to get his, his portion of that via taxes because that money hasn't been taxed yet. So it's a real benefit for this to grow income tax-free and then the withdrawals come out income tax-free. Great, great point. When, when should somebody look at purchasing a life insurance policy, Jay? Honestly, I think what you need to do is you need to sit down with a financial advisor and just talk about what your goals are for the future. And that advisor, you, should be able to help them identify some of those opportunities and some of those needs. So again, I I have life insurance because my wife is, I, I, I say she's the CEO of our household, right? Agreed. <laughs> because <laughs> she's not a stay-at-home mom, right? She's the CEO. She runs that house. So that's a sidebar. But my wife, if I were to pass away, what's my wife going to do? She, she has no income coming in. And so she's got two kids in our household and then, and then two kids from my previous marriage. And, and we, so we've got four kids that she's got to take care of. She's got a whole household. 
So we wanted to make sure that she did not have that stress. So it's going to pay off the mortgage. It's going to provide some income replacement for her. Again, we're not planning on me passing away, and but we're planning in case I pass away. Correct, correct. And, and I agree. You know, there's, there's a couple of things that go into determining the cost of a life insurance policy, right? First one being age, mm-hmm. right? And then your yep. overall health are really the two things that, uh, that go into that. So the younger you purchase it, the lower the cost will be. There's also no, uh, no way of knowing what tomorrow will bring. Eligible today for life insurance, maybe ineligible uh, a week from now. Life changes, things happen. So I always promote getting it as early as possible at whatever point it makes sense for you to protect your loved ones, your children, uh, your assets, to make sure everything stays in place and everything passes along in the most tax efficient manner possible, avoiding probate to make sure that your family and loved ones are, are taken care of. Which is the perfect point is eligible today, not eligible tomorrow, because these are one of those things that you qualify for with your health, not your wealth. And so it doesn't matter how much money you have, you've got to have the health to go along with it. And so identifying those needs right now um, is, is going to be paramount in being able to qualify for the type of life insurance that you need and, and to have the different options for what you want as well. So it's, it's definitely going to drive the cost down at the earlier that you do it. Well, great. Well, Jay, I like to wrap things up today. I certainly appreciate uh, your time sharing your wealth of knowledge. I know you're somebody I reach out to on a regular basis when I have questions regarding uh, my client specific situations. So I appreciate uh, your help there. Um, again, Jeff Quick, this is signing off with Paladin Financial Talk. You can find more information on the Information Superhighway at www.financialpaladin.com or you can also reach us by phone at 651-842-8406. Thanks again for joining us today and Jay, special thanks to you. I appreciate you having me, John. Thanks a lot. We'll talk soon. Thanks, buddy. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.